Super excited, amped and pumped up here to talk about a method that I coined uh, called the 4-3-2-1 method, okay? Controversial, yes it is, but completely within legal bounds, completely effective, depending on what your risk tolerance is at, this could be a great way to break into home ownership with an edge and put yourself in a very comfortable place in three to five years. So without further ado, I want to get right into what I mean by the 4-3-2-1. So to start off, I want to give you a little bit of background as far as what FHA loans are. If you are experienced and know what they are, apologize about this. Just give me a couple of seconds to run through for some of the beginners listening on right now. But it's important for you to know where and what FHA is and how it came to be. So FHA or Federal Housing Administration is an agency that has helped first-time homebuyers achieve home ownership, right? With minimum down payments, the ability to finance closing costs, all of these things allow you as the homeowner or prospective buyer for that matter to come into the game with minimum leveraging points and achieve your dream of home ownership, okay? So one of the amazing and brilliant things about FHA is that their 3.5% down payment is not only good for single-family homes, but it is also allowed on multifamily homes. So essentially... On a four-family house in Brooklyn, if you were able to still find one for $1.2 million, you could essentially come to the table with 3.5% on that number. So, I mean, you'd be looking at under $50,000 down payment on a four-family house. It's, it's brilliant. If you were to do the same type of deal with a conventional loan, you'd be in need of close to $300,000, which is twenty around 25% down payment. So it's a huge divide, and there's a huge difference in separation here in leverage points between FHA and conventional when it comes to multifamilies. So my 4321 method came about when I realized that if you as the buyer picked up a four-family house, FHA, minimum down payment, and let's just say that four-family house is in distress, meaning that you got a house that has some equity in it. So you picked it up for 1.2, but maybe it's worth 1.5 or 1.4. I'm not saying that, all, that those types of deals are out there, um, like picking fruit off, off the ground, but they can be out there. And if you work hard enough or you're aligned with the right allies, you can find those deals. They are out there. Um so essentially, after a year or two years of owning that four family, if you acquired 25% equity or more, you could refinance out of your FHA loan into a conventional loan. What would this do? This would remove the mortgage insurance that you have on the property, because originally when you bought it, you didn't put 20% down, right? You put 3.5% down, so you have mortgage insurance. 
So you're removing the mortgage insurance, which on a loan like that, we're talking close to $1,000 a month. In addition to that, you're now freeing up your ability and buying power to use FHA again. Because one thing that is important to understand is that you can't have two FHA loans at the same time when you're, when you're looking to purchase. So my 4321 blossomed when I realized that, you know what? You bought the four family, FHA, 3.5% down. A year, two years later, you refinance out of it into conventional. Great. You remove your mortgage insurance, lower your payment. That's if rates haven't gone up too high, but maybe if anything, if rates did go up and you remove your mortgage insurance, it might be a wash. You might just save a little money. But that's not the point. The point is, is that you want to free up your ability to utilize FHA once again, because now what can you do? You could buy another house that you are going to occupy, quote unquote, using FHA. Three and a half percent down. So now, maybe you look at some three families. Okay, you look at some three families. Why? Because people move from four families to three families. Okay, people don't move from three families to four families, right? Or at least that's how the bank looks at it, and that's what matters. So essentially, if you were leaving your four family and going to purchase a three family. You could purchase that three-family, 3.5% down, and if the seller allows it, you could finance 6% of the closing costs. You exit the four-family, you rent out the four-family. Chances are, depending where you are and how you structured your lease agreements, you might even be positive cash flow on that four-family. Now you pick up the three-family, and it's rinse, wash, repeat all the way down to a one-family. So every year, two years, you upgrade from a three to a two, and then eventually from a two to the one. And the, the whole goal behind the four, three, two, one is eventually you want to be in your single family house with your family, and your two, three, and four family homes are paying for your single family house. So essentially, the profit you're making on those other deals pay you your mortgage. So it's a brilliant method, and everything is legal, and everything is done within guidelines, unless something changes in the near future, and most likely there will be some minute changes. But essentially, that's the theory, and that, my friends, is how you hack the system, okay? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a four-family to three-family to two-family, then eventually a one-family. It could be a two-family, to a bigger two family, to a bigger two family, right? Like I said, people don't move from two families to four families and three families. People do move from two families to bigger two families. It makes sense, right? You're moving up in the world, right? You're moving to more space, okay? It has to pass the believability factor, and that's precisely what that is. When you try coming to a bank and you try telling a bank, okay, this is, I'm moving in, in here, I'm going to be living in here. Okay, where do you live? I live in this one-family house, but I'm going to be moving to a two-family house that's farther away from my job. Guess what? Eh, not happening. Not going to pass the believability test. But oh, wait a minute. You live in a two-family house, but you're moving to a one-family that's bigger and nicer, closer to your job. 
in a better school district for your children. Green light. Check mark. That passes the test. Okay? So this is really, really important to understand now so you plant the right seeds. Because I can't tell you how many seminars I've been at, public speaking, where I, I mentioned the 4321, you know, and I have I have people from the audience, they come up and they speak to me and they and they ask me, oh, you know, I have a co-op, I have a one-family house, how do I get into the 4321 house hack? And I say, listen, until you sell that co-op or that single family, you can't really start the process because you can't go from a co-op or single family into buying a multifamily, owner-occupied. It's going to be flagged as, as an investment property and you're going to need a hefty down payment. Changes the whole landscape. But if you have no homes, if you're somebody listening on right now and you have no property, you're a first-time home buyer, and you want to get in with an edge, and when I say edge, I mean minimum down payment, massive leverage, 4321 could be a great recipe to cook in your kitchen here, okay? So, hopefully you got a lot out of this. Hopefully you understand. I speak a million miles an hour here, but I think I pretty much covered the gist of it. And you can always go back and listen to the audio again, because I know that I pretty much hit it, okay, with exactly the point I was trying to make here. But just keep that in mind, okay? And if you are nervous about being a landlord, I'll be honest with you, there are systems out there where you could check credit, check somebody's background, truthfinder.com, FYI, is a great place to plug in somebody's name and just see who the heck you're getting into bed with, okay? Um, and if not, and if there's some cash flow there, maybe hiring a management company to deal with all that nonsense for you. It really comes down to what your risk tolerance is what your preference is, what is your threshold for responsibility, okay? But at the end of the day, I think everybody listening on, if you opted in and you downloaded my content, you at least have that close to the kind of intelligence it takes to make the right decisions and right deals. So I will say that you get it, and I'm pretty sure you do understand that if played right, over the course of five years to seven years, you acquire, okay, seven, eight units that are all paying you in the green. It could be a beautiful thing. Um, so hopefully you took a lot out of this session and there'll be plenty of more. So I'll see you guys at the next evolution. This is Derek Cam and I'm signing off on this. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,